Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we preview the NBA playoffs and talk about your Philadelphia 76ers going into the playoffs. We were right. Continue to trust the process. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I am Dan, and we are here today, just enjoying today. You know, it's it's kind of weird for us because there's no Philadelphia sports happening tonight, but the Phillies are off tonight, the Sixers are off tonight, and the Flyers are off tonight. But uh, the bulk of this episode is going to be about your Philadelphia 76ers, right? Like you're, yeah, 100%. Uh, just like, make sure, like I want to make thinking, sure we're on the same page. I was thinking like 90% Sixers. Okay. Yeah, much. I'm kind of on the same page then. Like, let's just get Flyers out of the way. They suck. That's all I have to say. You, yeah. Like, so that's a legit suck I, that time. I didn't get to watch a lot of the game because, I mean, well... I you got, didn't want to watch a lot of the game because... I did. I really was looking forward well, to yeah, it. Well, yeah, but... But by the time I got to Josh's yeah. house from work, we were already down 3 nothing. And then it became 5 nothing very quickly, and it just was torturous. And there was other games happening last night. Like so we were Phillies, flipping, like the flipping back and forth between the Phillies and the Sixers, who are going into the playoffs on a 16-game winning streak. First time an NBA team is, is doing that with that high of a win streak, going into the playoffs. Unbelievable. And to finish the season with 52 wins, Paul. The Sixers finished the season with 52 wins. And I, I don't think many people can can really say they expected this at the beginning of the season. Um, but I'm going to kind of take you back down memory lane just to A little remember. throwback Thursday for the people. Yeah, because it is Thursday when we're recording right now. It's <laughs> April 12th, 2018, as we sit two days away from game one of the, the playoffs. Sheesh. Where the Sixers will host a playoff game, which we'll be attending, which we'll get into that a little bit later as well. But uh, yeah, getting down to memory lane, like we say trust the process all the time. And I, I would assume the majority of the people that listen to us know like what that's all about. But I actually had to explain it uh, the other day. To, I, to yeah, the girl? Yeah, yeah. I, like I said before, I wanted to get it down, and I actually did have it down. I hit a couple bullet points. Really? I was so, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you suck to get good. Basically, you know, lottery. Sam Hinkie, he traded away good players for picks. We had a rookie of the year, Michael Carter-Williams. He wasn't really that good, but he had value. We traded him, yeah, had yeah, a pick yeah, swap, yeah. everything like that. And I was like, now we're getting good. But we still have money to sign people like LeBron James in the offseason. But we're, doing, we're yeah. doing big stuff right now. That's like one of the big reasons I think she's like, well, I'll get, I'll get into that after. <laughs> but I was going to say good for you. But we'll get, I, I don't want to get too personal on us. Cheesesteak Sports here. Um, but I'm going to go back to when we first started, before we were Cheesesteak Sports. Paul and I uh, were do- been doing doing sports podcasts slash YouTube videos since the exact date was March 15th. That was the first one? 2012, Dan's Rockin' Sports Show was created in my basement. Randomly kind of just happened. I had a guitar. We were excited about sports. March and Madness. We, we recorded yeah. it. Um, and that was the start of us talking about sports. And here we are six years later. Um, still doing it, still going strong, still talking about sports. But back then, that was the year. This that was the last time the Sixers were in the playoffs. Um, many of you remember Iguodala hitting the free throw, the free throws to beat Chicago. They went on to lose to the Celtics in seven games. It was it was a fun run because they were an eight seed. No one expected them to even beat Chicago, but we know Derrick Rose got hurt. But still, it was fun. But still, no true expectations for that team. Uh, it was it was fun to be a part of. 
So now I'm going to go through all the April 12th, because it is April 12th today, 2018, like I said. I'm going to go through all the April 12th, dating back to 2013. So real quick, just to go over it, 2013, the Sixers beat the Wizards to improve to 32-47. and 47. They ended up finishing that year 34-48, and 48, ninth in the East. All right, so that was kind of like the, the realization of, all right, the tank is going to need to happen. Like, we're going to need to suck to, to become great. Um, so... Next year, 2014, April 12th, Sixers lose the Bobcats. Now are 17 and 63. Uh, they finished that year 19 and 63, 14th in the East. Um, just to give you the starting lineup for that game, it was Michael Carter Williams, James Anderson, Hollis Thompson, Thaddeus Young. Shout out to you, Thad. You're you're always a fun Sixer. Uh, and Spencer Halls. Uh, that was the starting lineup. Next year, um, 2015. The Sixers did not play um, on April 12th that year. They were in between two losses, though. They lost on the 11th to 13th. They ended the season on a 10-game losing streak, finished 18-64, and 64, 14th in the East. Next year, 2016, Sixers lose the Raptors. Now are 10-71, and 71, finished 10-72, and 72, 15th in the East. With a starting lineup of Ish Smith, Nick Stauskas, Jeremy Grant, Nerlens Noel, and a huge processor, Robert Covington. You know, it's, it's awesome to look the process. back to see like cut like to see a guy like Covington and T.J. McConnell, who were part of this awful, awful time of just losing every night, night in and night out, and to, to have them on this team now. And we talked about the Eagles all year being underdog story. Just looking at this team, same thing. So many. They don't want us to win. They so don't. many individuals with under underdog stories, very similar to the Philadelphia Eagles. You um, no, but like real rap though. Before we before Dan finishes yeah. the time cap. They don't want us to win because the NBA, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. because they're against tanking and exactly. and we did it right and here we are we're knocking on the doorsteps they're trying they're doing smear campaigns against Ben Simmons they're not really giving coach Brett Brown right. any respect That's not giving him beat any respect we got we got screwed last year by by Malcolm Brogdon who who no one really even knows except for the fact that he they, stole a rookie of the year from Embiid or Dario. You're right. They don't want to reward the process. That's fine. We don't need their but, rewards. We're but gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna win it all. We're that, gonna win it award. all. Like that. No, Dan. I honestly think it's gonna be. Well, save, save your <laughs> oh thoughts. man, I'm just. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I, yeah, as you should be. Uh, just real quick, and then April 12th of last year, 2017, Sixers lose to Knicks on the last game of the season to finish the season on an eight-game losing streak, uh, finishing that year 28 and 54. 14th in the East, still at the bottom. Uh, starting lineup to finish that game, it was TJ McConnell, uh, TLC, Justin Anderson, Alex Poitras, and Rashawn Holmes. Oh, Alex. Um, so, yeah, Kentucky's just dating back to just one year ago today, the Sixers finished their season on this date one year ago, 28-54. and 54. And we saw glimpses throughout the year, especially in January, of what – the future was going to look like with Joel Embiid, um, with Dario Saric, and just there was glimpses. Really, that January was like when it was really fun to watch. I can specifically remember the Ra- a Raptors game where Dario, I think, blocked Solinger, Embiid blocked Kyle Lowry, and we beat Toronto uh, at the well. But now we're sitting here in 2018, just one year removed from that, and the Sixers have won 52 games. They're the number three seed in the East. And we're preparing for a playoff series. And it's and it's very likely, not to jump ahead or anything, but the Sixers could have, uh, they're, they're the home team this series. And 
there's a good chance they could be the home team next series, not to jump ahead, but just looking at the similarities between the Eagles and the Sixers with the underdog stories, with the injuries that happen around the league, um, things are happening at the right time, and everything's coming together. With the young players? Yeah, with the young players. Everything's coming together right now. And I just kind of wanted to get take you back, because as Paul was just talking about how the NBA does not want to reward us with with these awards as such as, I know Coach of the Year it usually generally would go to the, the, the best record. But Brett Brown, he should have a stronger Well, who has the best record? Has. Houston. Well, who's... Mike Co- D'Antonio. Who was on Brett Brown's yeah, no, coaching right. staff. So, but Brett also, Brown... Yeah, no, I'm... You, we could definitely make the argument for uh, uh, Snyder out in Utah, too. Because no one yeah. expected that team to be good. You can make arguments, but, like, Ben Simmons' rookie of the year, I think that's it's not without a question. But just real quick, getting to what Paul's saying, like, I know we've been we've been beating this down for the last four years. Why process? Like, why? What's the purpose? This it is sucked. It. Like, this is it, though. But, like... First, wait, before you say anything more, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, our boy Max and his, his like, yeah. close friends because the, the year with 10 wins, mm-hmm. they him, made a point they that they watched every single sec- second. second, every single second of the games together. They'd record them and then make sure that they watched them, which was um, pretty insane because, you know, like, I, I didn't even do that. No. But because, like, I was already su- like I was already suffering through it. I didn't have to put myself through more. But, like, they really went through the extra processy seconds. Yeah. But... Like we we've been here we've been waiting and Dan finish your point because yeah. I just wanted to throw that yeah in. no that's that's a great I forgot about that yeah I never that's, forget that's a great story I remember because like story. when I think about how like I'm a process truster and I'm like those guys like they were the problem like they 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 went yeah. through it I and just it, trusted it as like you as complex and like hard as the process was it really is quite simple like we didn't want to be what we were in 2012 and 8 seed and even the next year like we had an all right roster but we finished ninth in the east like what that is the what is anywhere. the point of being the 8th 7th 6th seed in the east getting bounced in the first or second round with no real potential to do anything so and, what Sam and you get a middle did, pick you yeah, know like you're exactly. getting like a, a 12 if you're like 12 10 something like that you don't do and yeah what Sam Hickey did was come to Philadelphia and change that culture and it was it sucked for to watch. You didn't have really any basketball, fun basketball to watch for four or five years. But except for opening night with MCW right. against the Heat, that joint was dumb lit. But to do that and put yourself in the position we're in now, and for all the haters, like it's I love all I these love old videos that keep coming back up or old tweets, whatever it is, of people saying even last year this team's nowhere close to being a playoff team. Stan Van Gundy, even the beginning Colin of this Coward. year, yeah, that's not that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Um, and to see where we're at now, and to tell everyone we were right, we were right, and this is just the beginning too, and the like, the the steps I guess you'd say we've skipped because even us process trusters I don't think imagined fifty two wins nope. and a three seed this year. No. And I think expectations have definitely grown with the family of the process here in Philadelphia, and like we're talking about, like anything can happen right now, and it's. It's a amazing time to be a Philadelphia yeah, sports and it's fan. it's going to be great fans. being there on Saturday. You know, seeing your brothers and sisters from the process family, the hinky truthers. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be it's going to be un- I, unbelievable. I don't know, like what I wanted to like print something up and like have like, but I don't know what I don't know what it would be. Was, yeah, there's but so I need much to know by like tomorrow. Like yeah, like I was like maybe just like a picture of hinky. We'll think of something. 
Hanky, yeah. Hanky died for our wins. <laughs> Honestly, Sam Hanky, like someone like John Marks tweeted out who should ring the the bell tomorrow Saturday night. Yeah. Like imagine if Hanky came out. Hanky. I know they wouldn't do that, but like I, I said, Hanky, even even Colangelo's are against Hanky. Yeah, like that's the I thing. Know. Even the presidents are against Hanky. It's it's only the fans that un- truly understand and went through the process and were all about the process because you had people on the other side of the spectrum too. The process, oh, like this, like Howard Eskin, yeah. you know, people like that, and probably even Mikey Miss, Mikey Miss was against it. Just because they're old cranks and they yeah. can't wait an extra couple years to actually see something come, and it's not even like um, I, I forget who was ta- who I heard say it. They're like, this is this is actually a fun team. It's yeah. not like you know out in out in the West with the Timberwolves where they have two all, basically all star talents. Yeah, all star talents in Wiggins and in Towns, two young guys, and then they brought in Butler. Those guys like they they seem like they hate each other. They're not. They're not playing. They're not having fun. I mean, Tibbs, I heard it's really hard to play underneath him. So, like, that's also part of it. It comes down to the coaching. But, like, you have basically, like, 1 through 12, 1 through 15, whoever's on the bench just yeah. loving on each other. Like, like just like last night when Fultz actually did get the triple-double, which all you Fultz, you know, I think everyone's back on the Fultz train. Yeah. But everyone was off it for a while. But, you know, basically him coming back, that's just – him being able Icing to do that, going in the cake. playoffs, and yeah, and just, I mean, you touched on a couple of things real quick. I mean, you're talking about I literally have this in my notes. The togetherness of the team is real. Together. Um, are you Brett Brown right there? I'm Brett. <laughs> I'm Angelo. Um, I mean, I'm Anthony Gargano <laughs> as Brett Brown. <laughs> okay, so it's a double. It's but yeah, two for again, one. just like Together. the Eagles, very close in the team, fun to watch, fun group of guys. Um, and Paul's talking about the Timberwolves too, like. The Timberwolves, the Bucks, these are teams like that. Oh well, they they're doing it the right way. Like they didn't completely tank and look at them. And the Sixers are already ahead of both of those teams. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. You can ask that buck. Ask the Bucks. Yeah. Last night we put that beat. Yeah, down. they're about the results, right? But um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And just getting back to Hinky, like I I love looking back at Hinky's like old press conferences and just watching like him talking about the process. And like the quote that sticks out to me, like we'll all know. Like, like I guess the the question of like when will the process be over? Like, you know, know when? And he just said we'll all know. And we're we are in the midst of it right now. Um, so let's let's start. Um, I don't know. There's honestly so much I have to to discuss here. I guess we'll we'll wait a little bit to get into the heat matchup. Okay. Um, I just real quick want to go over, because we did, if you guys went back and listened to our preview show, me and Paul in the East did pretty good, pretty solid as far as yeah, picking playoff teams. We, we, had, we both had the same exact playoff teams, um, but the only team we were wrong on was the Pacers. We didn't pick the Pacers, we picked the Hornets. And um, Yeah, I should have never picked the Hornets. That was a big mistake. On, like, I really do like Kemba Walker, but like Dwight Howard is awful. I don't know why. Yeah. But also, the Pacers were the surprise team of the year, easily. For sure, yeah. So. And the West, um, we were, I think, got like five or six of the teams right. Um, you you got the Jazz in there. That was that was a pretty good pick. Not, not a lot of people had them. Um, but it's just funny, like, look, listening back to, to our old shows, like, I thought I was being bold saying, like, 44 wins for the Sixers. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, I was like, damn, damn. Too. I'm like, damn, calm down. Calm yourself, bro. Like, don't get your expectations up. But, like, honestly, like, going into the season, like, expecting, like, like the way we were talking about him B, we're like, if he gives us, like, 50 games, like, hopefully, like, we win, like, 40 of them or something. Yeah. Right, that's what I had. I had us at like thirty-seven to forty wins. And I think we were. I mean, no one. I don't think anyone expected the East to like record-wise. Like the East was, yeah, a lot better than what I expected this year. You know, like the the East was solid. At least the top eight teams. Yeah, and yeah. like that's that's kind of what happens with like everyone is like, oh, the West is so much better than the East. Like they always said that, but you literally have the Suns, the Kings that you get to see multiple times. Yeah. So that boosts your record, and this year. You know, we had basically the Knicks and um, who else was tanking real bad out here? The Knicks, the Bulls. The Bulls and the, you know, the Nets never really do anything. Yeah. So like, you have those crappy teams that you can beat up on, like how we were beating up on the Hornets towards the end of the year, which like, like a lot of people, I hear a lot of people national nationally like knocking us like, oh, you know, they, they do have 16 win, win streak, but, they you know, beat anyone. yeah, only 13 of those games. I mean, only three of those games came against like playoff yeah. teams, stuff like that. But honestly, like the way that we're playing basketball right now, it, it's great. And it's not like the games that we did win. It wasn't like that one Bulls game where it came to the yeah, last yeah. seconds where we we somehow squeaked it out. It it was all pretty much convincing wins where you just you know go out there, you shoot, you come off the court, and it's over. Yeah, it, and it's great. Team, they've come out. You can come out. There's been a lot of games where like I'm going into. Whether it's off a back to back or like off the emotional win against Cleveland, and then coming into a game where you think you should win on paper, like the Mavericks game on Sunday, you're looking at these games as trap games. Like you don't expect them, especially a young team, to come out focused, ready to There's go. There's no such thing as trap games for good teams, Danny. You're right. And as Gabe Kapler <laughs> would say, like they they've been laser focused. Like Brett Brown has kept this group prepared each game. And going into the playoffs, it's going to be a, a lot different. Going into Miami, yeah, your your playoffs, it's completely different. Like then, shorter bench. Oh. Um, I thought you were saying the regular season. Oh yeah, regular season. Well, I mean, you're playing the same team. It's a series, so coaching mm-hmm. is is huge. You know, you have to be able you have to be able to, to strategize to adjust. Um, and this series, I think they're two really good coaches, and Brett Brown and Eric Spolster. Spolster's been there; he's experienced. Brett Brown. As a head coach, hasn't been there. Yeah, it should be interesting. So it just watching like I'm really interested to see as far as like what they'll do with Simmons and his minutes if like he he plays more. Or yeah, dude, whatever, so if much... they play Fultz and Simmons together because like I expect Simmons to play a lot. Like I don't think Simmons and Fultz will really be together that much. So if that's the case, then you we probably wouldn't see a lot of Fultz if Sim- if yeah like Simmons gets a lot of time. That's... And then what do you do with TJ and your big rotation when Embiid's healthy is Holmes like. The Sixers yeah. are really deep, and they can go 11, 12 deep, honestly. But it'll be interesting to see how Brown does it, if he's more conservative with, like, keeping guys fresh or if he's sticking to Simmons playing close to 40 minutes a night. Because, um, like, I mean, I can think back to the LeBron finals. He's playing pretty much every minute. Yeah. Whereas in the regular season, that's not happening. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it will definitely be tricky, but, I mean, like, you can't – against a good coach, to have two people who are reluctant to shoot threes – like it's it's hard to space the floor with that. Yeah. You know? So that's why I'm saying the no fault Simmons combo out there. But at the same time, like they both like they still create their own shot and they yeah. still get stuff done. So I mean I, I would expect Fultz to get around fifteen to twenty twenty three. 
Really? Minutes? Yeah, it, it'll be in because if that's the case, then like TJ's yeah, not getting much, much minutes, and then where does that fit in? Like it, it playoff. Well, playoff also, what's coaching? up with JJ? Like, is JJ gonna I be think good? He's gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just a rest thing too. No, but that brings real quick brings up Embiid. Is Embiid playing game one? I think so. You really think so? Yeah, I texted you no. today because like my thing is like. It's, it's like, basically, like, you don't have to give them the advantage, and then you have them setting up their game plan for game one, yeah. and then, you know, ten, like, like I was telling you, like, an hour before, or, like, whatever, Embiid's like, yo, I'm ready to go. They, we all find out on our phones, and, you know, we get the Woj bomb, and we're all just nuts. We're going freaking ballistic, because we didn't expect to see Embiid, and it's also the first home playoff game in Sixers... Post well, yeah. post Hinky era, which is something to behold, and it's just going to be such a great atmosphere already. But throwing that on top, and yeah, like I, Embiid lives for that stuff too. He really does. He like, lives for it. Like he's coming really out. Look, you're looking at him in a mask right now. He's no just, one cared who I was until I put on the mask. The like, phantom of the process, dude. Like Embiid is all about. He's all about it, and also I think from Brett Brown's standpoint, it would be a good move too. Because you have them basically game playing these last four days, like I said, for an embedless team, which not like we were playing good. Ba- we've been playing good basketball, basketball yeah. and so it's just like you throw Embiid in there; they're a little bit shook. Embiid's dunking on White side, getting White side teed up, you know, doing the little shooting, the little oh shoot, gosh, like he'd be dude. doing a drumming. But like real rap though, I I think there's a good possibility that he plays. If he doesn't, I think we're fine. Uh, are we getting ready to the prediction? Because I'm rolling right now. For the series? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Um, I think that we win the first three. Wow. Lose the fourth game in Miami mm-hmm. because we're up 3-0. We're already in Miami. Young team. First win in Miami. Yeah, first one in Miami. You know, like Joe will be taking the He's like, out. again, Shirley Temple's like, I, I feel like that is part of it. And so then they're going to come back and close it out game five. Wow, Sixers and five. So I, that's I'm what I got. Honestly, I'm. You getting right, the brooms out? I'm right there with you. You got like, a broom no, out? No, I'm not. Gonna, oh. I'm six. I'm gonna say Sixers and five too. That's what I had going into this. Um, I, I I would expect us to either lose game two or game three though. Um, okay. But Sixers and five. With that being said, like we go watching the game. Well, I didn't really get to watch all the NBA games last night, but. Scoreboard watching the Heat Bucks well we played the Bucks and the Wizards. Um, I wanted the Heat. That was the team I wanted to play the most out of those three. Um, and the main reason is they don't have a superstar anymore. Dwayne Wade, respect you, like Dude, you don't were a superstar. Don't disrespect Dwayne and Wade. And Dwayne Wade could I Dude. I hope he still thinks he's like he's gonna I hope he's still like like is Josh is playing, right? I know Josh was hurt because they Josh was he was he didn't play last game. I don't know if, what his injury status is, but um, I wanted the Heat. They're they're very deep, but they don't have a star. Whereas like a team like the Wizards, who yeah. are really experienced with John Wall, Bradley Beal, some stars, um, some Gortat. Like I'm really not worried about anyone. I know I was, but if I had yeah. my my choice, I wanted the Heat. Uh, but but the Heat are deep. Like they can roll out a, a lot of different lineups. Um, yeah, that's they're, they're and they the have a better coach than the other two teams. Yeah. That's why I, I was Heat like last. Like that's if you had to rank them between the three, I would have went Heat last just because of the fact that 
Yeah, the Heat last, and he still has the Sixers in five. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, Spolstra is a good coach. He has been there before. He does know how, to, like, he knows how, you know, coach yeah. playoff basketball. And they do have the the deep team where he can throw whatever at us. And a lot of experience, and, too. And he's not worried about sitting Whiteside if he has to for the better matchups yeah, and stuff. So it's like, he's not, like, attached to a superstar, like, where... You know, it's Scott Brooks out in Washington where he's thrown John Walls out there for however long, having him throw up brick after brick, not really doing anything. So I'm like, I'm just excited. I'm so glad that we are here right now talking about about this. It's just beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. And, it's a wonderful life. And the nation's starting to take notice of the Sixers too. Like for us. We got the primetime game Saturday. There's a lot of games, playoff games on Saturday. We have the 8 o'clock slot on Saturday on night height. for day one of the playoffs, um, which which we will be attending. Paul got his, got his tickets the other night. Um, and I thought it was a pretty good deal. So we are – it's going to be 80 degrees Saturday. Like So nice. Philadelphia is going to be buzzing. It's going to be amazing. I'm buzzing, buzzing right there. now. I'm thinking about it. I cannot Come. wait. Oh, tomorrow's Friday. That's hype. Yeah, today felt like a Friday for me all day because I've – like been working a lot i didn't really have a weekend last weekend with the yeah. phillies so like it was nice out today and i didn't work later because the yeah, phillies were off so my days are all screwed up but saturday soon the playoffs are soon and we're jacked up for that as you already can tell but prime time nation's getting us also game two is eight o'clock game two um, and that's, that's, hype for, that's hype for me because i have class until like 8 40 hopefully uh your teacher your professor she is a yeah, she won't let me out. Um, but uh, also, uh, I wanted to get somewhat into because it's we. I wanted to do somewhat of an NBA playoff preview. So, going over our predictions as well for the East Finals and the West Finals, and then of course the NBA Finals. Um, want to see if you're sticking with the same ones well, that you, that we picked before yeah. the season. So obviously, this is before the season. We definitely. I I mean, mine mine has changed. Um, Mine before the season was Cleveland and Boston. Uh, I still think Cleveland's going to get there. <laughs> and I also think, I really, really believe the Sixers will get there. I think whether the, the Sixers, I think they'll get through the heat, like I said, in five. And I think whether it's Boston uh, or Milwaukee, they'll, they they could handle either of those teams. And they're in a, a great position to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I also had Golden State and Houston in the West. I'm sticking with that. Paul, you had Cleveland and Washington prior to the season. Are you sticking with that? No, not at all. Um, the thing is, I I don't know what I was thinking, Dave, when I said that. I I don't I don't really know what I was feeling because like, I'm not. Well, a lot of times too. I mean, we're we have these shows that come up on us, and we got to put together a playoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm not going with that. I am. You're giving me a chance. I get to switch. Yeah, no, I mean, I... But, like, I, I, like, I don't really even agree with, like, me saying that originally. But, um, yeah, so, I'm obviously, I am going with Sixers-Cavs. And then in the West... You had... In the West, you had Spurs-Warriors. I have... Before the season. Yeah. Now? See, the... I, like, I really don't know what happened, because I literally... Before, and now the Spurs and Warriors actually play each other in the first round. Yeah, so that's impossible. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say Spurs-Rockets, obviously. Really? No, 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 yeah, yeah. Spurs-Rockets. Yeah. I meant to say Warriors-Rockets, but I really do think that the Warriors don't make it to the... 
to the West. Well, yeah, it'll be. It, they've obviously limped into the playoffs, and, and injuries are a part of that. And injuries are part of the reasons why they've won before. Yeah, you're right. So, so and with Steph Curry, I think he's going to be out. I believe the first round, right? Yeah. So that so you're going Spurs Rockets, and then NBA Finals. I'm going Rocket Sixers. Rocket Sixers in the NBA Finals. I had a dream February 24th. Well, 25th I woke up. Sixers Rockets. Sixers won NBA Finals. So I saw it in a dream. And I'm sticking with it. And also, like I'm saying, November 17th, I tweeted out, Warriors will not make the Finals this season. Okay. But for some reason on the show that we recorded. Oh, no, wait. Okay, never mind. That was later in the season. All right, never mind. That makes me feel better about my predictions. Okay. That's why I was tripping because I was like, "Yo, like they're not doing it." Also, I said the Cavs. Oh shoot! I said the Cavs are gonna win the finals this season because Bron is making a documentary. I just hope the Sixers are in the playoff section of it. Sheesh! Well, they're gonna be knocking Bull off in the playoff yeah, section right. of it. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So I have. I really believe the Sixers can knock off LeBron and the Cavs. Um, and get to the finals, they'll play Golden State. And as I picked before the before the season, I still I still have the Warriors winning win it all. With that said, I really do feel like there's something special with this team. And if the Sixers get to that point, um, they have the Warrior killer in Joel Embiid. Um, like he is the killer that no no other team has to beat that team when they're at full health. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I think the Sixers can really make it there, and it's that's crazy, crazy. I remember, I it literally feels like it was yesterday when we got done, like got done recording our NBA preview, and I said like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna win a playoff series maybe, but get bounced in the second round, and like to think how far we've come, to mm-hmm. to really expect the a team to compete for a championship. I mean, we both had them in the. In the NBA Finals, so obviously we think it can be done. Um, and I mean, it would be it would be off brand if we didn't. If we yeah, didn't it really have, would. It really would. Be. That wouldn't be who we are. And um, one other thing, I I also had a dream back in July, and so it's two dreams. July fifteenth, I had a dream the Sixers won the finals this year, and in my dream, I quoted a tweet of me calling it. So I'm calling a Sixers chip this year. So that tweet's out there, and just get ready for wow. that to be quoted in June. And it's just like how the Eagles did it, again, so unexpected, could not draw up a better storyline. And you would think, like, you really like you really wouldn't be able to get a better storyline than that for a championship. But if the Sixers do it this year, it's almost a better storyline. And that's like that's well, crazy it's a, to it's think a longer about. story too because you start and it the, when, the jump is is so that like it's such a huge jump. You start with Rajon Rondo hitting those threes. Yeah. In Game Seven of the of the series, Dude, like, I still can't believe that. The process, if that were to come this year, if the championship were to be brought here, um, so unexpected, so quick, so soon, so out of nowhere. Just like the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl run this year was, um, which again, just a reminder, the Eagles are Super, Super Bowl, Bowl champs. champs. Um, and 2018 has brought has brought good things to to us and just Philadelphia so far, and it it would only feel right like if that were to happen. I don't like 
I don't know what I would do, but I do feel like I feel I feel I feel I feel good. So get well, excited. Playoffs are here soon. Um, ben Simmons should be rookie of the year, not Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell can stop yapping. Dictionary Dictionary showed him what's up. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, Brett Brown should be coached there. He probably won't win it. Um, you should definitely get some votes though. Like I, I don't know how you can't give that guy some coat some votes. Some some coats. Yeah, I mean, he ain't gonna need any coats. <laughs> but no, he should. You're right. He should get some votes. Uh, real quick, we didn't touch anything on the Phillies. Um, obviously, with the playoffs, Flyers and Sixers in the playoffs, kind of being overlooked right now. But a nice little five and one homestand. I mean, Scott Kingery's doing. You couldn't it. tell the fans that because you know. Gabe Kapler, you know, right. analytics, they don't work, you know, doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. pan, it doesn't pan out. Like yeah. th- that was my, that was my whole thing. When Jared and I were getting into it, he's overreacting over basically, if you look at a football season before in the first half of the first game, when it's, yeah. when it's only that far in. So yeah, I no, mean, especially baseball, such a long yeah, season. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a long season. Now. You have a lot of times and yeah, I just I trust the analytics. I trust the process. I trust the prospects. Yeah, I really. So I, I know it's really early with them too, but like 2018 is Philly's year. Like, I, I, I mean, Philly, I said it's, I said it was Paul's year in 2016 that 2018 was going to be the year, and with basically oh, with that. basically the Super Bowl championship, I can just like call it call it a year and. Right. But hey, you'll you'll take some um some. Desserts. I'll take a note. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say no. But um, also, real quick, like Phillies over five hundred after eleven games for the first time since two thousand eleven. Um, six game road road trip coming up with some favorable matchups. Uh, me and my boss are talking about it today. Uh, he he's all he always makes bold predictions as I mentioned on the show. Well, um, uh, the, 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 the main the main one that is still insane to me. He said like before this Eagle season that Foles would lead us to a Super Bowl, um, okay. and he said Wentz would get hurt late in the season, which all happened. Um, he also said. Uh, during I think it was like week five of the Eagles season, it was after Carson uh, like went over five hundred for his quarterback record. He mm-hmm. said Carson Wentz will never be under five hundred as a quarterback yeah, again for his yeah. record. Um, well, so now he's saying is the Phillies six and five right now. They will not be under five hundred for the rest of the season. But they'll hit five. They'll like touch five hundred. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, not the, under. The, the big thing was not under. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm with it. I mean, and I I can see why we like like I said we have a six game yeah, road trip coming up. Kind of the month of April, we have a favorable schedule. Um, I mean, so, you figure you know, like get out to a hot start, which it's it's nice. They seem to be clicking a little bit right now. You um, figure at worst like four and two, right well, against yeah. Tampa against you would, Tampa yeah, and Braves. That's kind of how I feel. I, I, yeah, I hadn't gone five and one, so yeah. I was well, I was saying at worst, like I feel like you should be able to sweep Tampa, yeah. and then you probably lose out one to Atlanta. He's actually on his way to Tampa right now. Shout out to you, Rod. He's going to Phillies Tampa tomorrow. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. Hopefully, like he hear listens us on the way to the park. Listens on the park. Well, yeah, nah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's sick, and it's um, it's great. You know, it's been a while since we've been this amped up. I think. Yeah. And Just I, because we've been wait, we've been looking forward to the Sixers being in the playoffs and real, since February. Yeah, it's here. It really is. And real quick, I just came to mind like process trusters that like that we're friends with. I want to give a shout out to you guys. Um, you guys have been through it too. You know, Jared, Gyrus, anybody else that you can come to mind? No, those were too off. Nobody else. No. <laughs> Nobody else trusts the process. No, Dustin. No, he didn't really trust. Nah, no, swag, man. No, um, I don't like. 
you know, like you know, the people who actually trusted the process. I, I got a shout out my boy Jamie Gray. Um, his Twitter's Phillies freak. He's the biggest Sixers fan I know. I think. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's he's definitely yeah, a biggest. He's gone on his Twitter. You know what I mean. Um, yeah, he's having a birthday party. He's inviting Markel Fultz and John Embiid. So hey, did you get them? TJ like? McConnell. He, he just always comments like on their Instagram <laughs> pictures, like oh um, I'll have Chick Fil A trays at my birthday party. <laughs> I forgot about Markel Fultz and the Chick Fil A until he posted it the other day. Uh, yeah, I literally forgot about that until Fultz was like, "Yeah, thanks for hooking it up or whatever." But uh, Jamie, we were right, man, and uh, everybody else continue to trust the process. This is gonna like we have April and hopefully May and June to like watch exciting, meaningful sports. Yeah. It's awesome. And then you got the Phillies taking you all the way up to the start of the season. Whew. What a time, Paul. What a time. Don't even get me started. Trust the process. Go Sixers. Philly over everybody. True. I don't know what you guys said. Yeah, she'd be saying all the time. <laughs>